Sure. Yeah. I saw Doctor Strange in this game, and we all know that he is the mainstay, the main character in the fourth episode of What If. For a second there, I thought you were going to say he's the mainstay in Doctor Strange. Like, <laughs> no shit. Yes, you are correct. Thank you. <laughs> He is the mainstay in Doctor Strange, and he will be the one of the main characters in Doctor Strange Multiverse Madness. We presume. Well, yeah, we, we all know the primary character is going to be Wong. Wong is amazing. Dude, oh, yeah. Wong. <laughs> Wong movie win. <laughs> Come on, Disney, make I, it happen. Well, funny thing is people are asking for a Wong Disney+. Plus. That'd be cool. I'm so right? I mm -hmm. like Wong as a character. He's yeah. a cool dude. <laughs> yeah, I really have Wong kills it. Uh, so yeah, this is Doctor Strange hey, lost his heart instead of his hands. So we know, obviously, the story. He flips his car after an accident and uh, gets badly mangled. They go and do surgery. They can't really do much, and he fucking, his hands are all shaky and shit. So he can't be a doctor anymore. So he goes on an eternal quest to find a way to fix it. He finds magic, mystical arts. Mystical um, arts of sorcery. Yeah, so this episode changes that where he is with, um, um, shit. Christine. Christine. I was going to say Catherine, but I was like, that's not right. Christine. And, uh, names are horrible, dude. They all sound alike. So, uh, he's with Christine, and instead of him mangling his hands, she dies. And it crushes him. He loses his heart. And he goes in a search uh, for a way to bring her back, finding mystical arts, and then. Uh, eventually finding the time stone and trying to use that to change the past. Very uh, metaphorical story. It's a very interesting story, that's for sure. And some of the things he episode, does. Yeah. Uh, what was that, I really liked this episode. Mm. This is exactly the kind of nonsense that What If is about. Like, I... Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed this episode as well. I've enjoyed all of the episode, but each one of these episodes has done this sort of what if concept. You guys hear that? No. I that was light. That was thunder that just shook my wall. Ooh, nice. <laughs> wow. Feel it. Each episode of what if has taken that premise and mm -hmm. done it in a different style in terms of storytelling elements for the thing that is the twist or the thing that is the difference that's being like brought upon. And uh, it's really interesting because the first episode was literally like, what if we take just one thing and swap it out? And then the second one is like, what if we take all of this stuff from an earlier point in the timeline and mm -hmm. then push forward to see how that all plays out? And then the third episode, you know, plays with that idea even further. It's like, what if the thing that has changed is so far back that you don't even know how all of these domino effects stuff would change the outcome? And so we just get to watch the mystery sort of unravel. And now with this one, we get a very simple premise in that we, if you're familiar with Doctor Strange's story from the, the MCU movie, you know what his story is and you know how it plays out. And so again, it's a very simple swapping of these two elements in the story that we understand and then watching this play out from the point of view of like, okay, so what would happen there? But in the case of like Captain Carter and Doctor Strange in this episode of What If, we get like the absolute worst outcome ever, <laughs> which makes for one of the saddest, most bummer episodes I yet. I <laughs> loved it. I loved the ending. Yeah. Yeah. This this uh this thing was really good. 
It's <laughs> super awesome. I, I really enjoyed it. I, I had a lot of fun. Um, like I said, very sad. And brought in a lot of interesting concepts that I feel like will be important moving forward, potentially, with um, the MCU Phase 4 stuff going into Multiverse of Madness. Like, I feel like this is the first episode. This was this was a detail that was brought up by um, New Rockstars in one of their breakdowns for the for this episode. This is the first episode where all of the characters who show up from previous versions that we know them from are voiced by their original actors. There yeah. are no voice doubles in this particular episode, and I wonder if that means that this is like an important thing or if they just happen to get like the scheduling around for everybody in this particular episode. Okay. But like, maybe they have all of the original people because all of these people are tied on to whatever's going on next. And so they need to make sure this is locked down for whatever important it, nebulous bullshit that breaks off of this. Maybe. I agree. But yeah. What were your thoughts drifter overall of the, of the thing? I absolutely adore this episode because it was so heartbreaking. <laughs> it just felt like everything else, like even in uh, the first one, like Marvel is generally you know, family friendly, whatnot. They have their down downers for sure. But yeah, this was just wrenching, right? Like what would a Sorcerer Supreme do if he was like pushed to the edge in a sense, right? I mean, he wasn't Sorcerer Supreme yet, but got there, right? And... I mean, it, he, he was always, Doc Strange is always a man pushed, right? He pushes himself, he tries to get to the next level, and he pushed himself to find a way. And even when he found a way and he hit a wall with uh, um, fucking Tilda Swin, whatever her name is. Oh, uh, the ancient one. Yeah, ancient the ancient one. one. She, you know, pushed back. She's like, no, you can't do this. This is an absolute point. We can't change this point in time. And he's like, watch me. Hold my beer. Watch, please. watch me. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, then he beer. went... And he fucking found a way, and damn, that was interesting to say the least. And we got a reoccurring uh, creature out of it too, right? With the little uh, oh, Shumagorath, yeah. yeah, or whatever it is, we don't know. Well, yet, the but... tentacled creature. It's not confirmed whether it's Shumagorath, but yeah. yeah. This this whole thing has a lot of like Lovecraftian stuff already yep. built into it, and then it's got a lot of demons and ancient spirit stuff because as dr strange un uh, like untaps the potential for himself and learns that like the way that he needs to break this fixed point in time is to like absorb the power of creatures that are more powerful than him to like use their energy in order to break that point and so we get that super ridiculously horrifying body horror scene where like yep. he's sucking up every single monster and like mm -hmm. transforming into them, like Werewolf of London style kind of thing. Like, ah, oh, man, it was super cool. It was really cool, and I dug it, man. Like, you know, it shows what lengths he is going to to bring her back, and ultimately fail. And God, that's suffering again. Over well, he again. succeeded. It's just at what cost? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's yeah. the thing. And, and the, another interesting point here is th they've introduced yet another, like, interesting mechanic in how time works yep, yep, yep. in this episode with the fixed point in time. It hasn't really been a thing before in any of the other explanations of how time stuff works. And then we also get this explanation of how, like, the Ancient One splits 
the universe into two separate timelines in a single contained universe, which is interesting. Very. And, and so, like, we get a whole bunch of fucky stuff, and it makes me wonder if it's like, it wasn't just Doctor Strange that sort of ruined that universe. That maybe because of the fact, because like the the explanation for how the Ancient One does this is she taps into the dark Dimension. magic stuff, which is the whole reason why in the first Doctor Strange movie, the bad guy was just like, oh, you're a hypocrite because you're using the dark magic that you say that no one else is allowed to use to do all your fancy bullshit, but you do it yourself. And she's like, yeah, you're right, but you still can't do it because it's bad and all of that stuff. But she uses it again here to split the timeline. So maybe it's a repercussion not just of Doctor Strange's like arrogance and, and tenacity of trying to bring back somebody he loves, but also yeah. the fact that the Ancient One essentially doomed this whole scenario from the outright by splitting the thing off in the first place. Mm -hmm. Another interesting idea that we see in this one is the idea of the, I guess, the multiverse, right? Where this Doctor Strange lost his heart instead of his hands, right? And then uh, I think you all seen a new Rockstars video where they go and they're like, well, you know, we see Doctor Strange in uh, the Spider-Man free trailer and oh, his hands aren't yeah. shaking anymore. Is there some connection here? Because even in uh, Endgame, you know, he was shaking when he held up the one. Like, did he just not... Not do that? Not do that here? Or is this, I, like, deeper I, I into don't, something? I, I don't think it's that deep. If it is that deep, I, I think you could easily explain that away as when he's not magicking it up, the he can just have his hands back. Because that was a whole thing in the first one. It's like, wait, you're saying I can have my hands back? It's like, well, yeah, you just... Wouldn't be the cool badass sorcerer that we need. Right, right. So it's like, I wouldn't put it past him this far into his career in the Spider-Man 3 trailer mm -hmm. is he's learned to do that when he's not putting his efforts elsewhere. Well, we don't know. Let's see here. When does Spider-Man 3 take place, though? How far was, after? Well, it, it takes place at least uh, 2024, right? So... Okay. At least a couple of months after, because the the Far From Home one takes place a couple of months after the snap point, so mm -hmm. over the summer of that year. And then presumably this picks up either immediately after or immediately uh, when um, Mysterio leaks his info on the Jumbotron in New yep. York. Yeah, see that so so according to my little Google foo, uh, no Way Home takes place in summer of 2024. Mm. Let's see, Far From Home. When does Far From Home take place? Oh, also summer 2024. Yeah, because it's at the beginning of the summer and then their entire trip, and then it ends at the end of the summer when they're all back yep. kind of thing. All right. So, yeah. So, the only thing I have is like a, a potential deflating in that particular idea is the Sony Spider-Man movies mm -hmm. have always tried to be interconnected with the MCU movies, but haven't actually been interconnected with the MCU, movie, MCU movies, especially behind the scenes. Like yeah. um, the production side of it, a lot of people did not know what the outcomes of these movies were going to be. <laughs> That's why the first Spider-Man movie felt 
like it was in its own little bubble in comparison to the stuff that was going on. That's also why it technically messed up the timeline because they did that eight years later jump that doesn't make sense for all the timeline stuff for everything else because uh, they, they didn't have that. So they've just sort of ignored that and continued on with the story. And then the second movie, you know, they they like drop the hint of uh, the multiverse being a thing, but it's from the dude who turns out to be a liar. (laughs) So at that point, you don't know whether or not that's a real thing. And then, you know, all of the other stuff that they're doing, they paint a lot of pictures with like the scroll stuff that's going on and everything like that, but it doesn't give you any actual details. It's more like, hey, this is a thing that's going on. And then somebody else who works at the MCU stuff will figure that out later (laughs) kind of situation. So they could very well be doing something similar with uh, this whole thing. I, if it is interconnected as much as, you know, that idea is, that'd be really cool. But I don't know if it is just because they haven't really done that before. Are you saying I just had a really good idea with Doctor Strange what? from a different multiverse is what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, I don't know how much information the people who were in production for a mm-hmm. Sony-based Spider-Man movie would have about a Marvel-based streaming TV show. Yeah, because, like, I'm seeing so many theories. It's like, oh, what if the strange from this episode is actually the strange in the movie? It's like, no, that you should never do that. You should you never can, make... You can do it. Sure, I... you could. But, but you should never make your main franchise movies, the, the key component, dependent on your ancillary media. Right. But they're like, not making... That's the thing, though. Like, I would argue that that's very true, except they are making these Disney Plus series not ancillary. They're making it like a required reading kind of thing and in order to understand I everything. I don't like, think it to be... Whole... Uh, I was going to say... Oh, I, I was going to say, I don't think it's that much of a stretch, too, to, that you're pulling villains from a different multiverse that you could pull a, a main character from a different multiverse, too. Yes, yeah, for not, sure. I mean, yeah. Without and again, knowing, like, or maybe... The only thing is with that, if you want to go that angle, is it sounds like if that were the case, there might be too many cooks in the kitchen at that point. Yeah. You don't maybe want to throw in another twist on top of that. Like, oh, oh yeah, sure. yeah, 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 yeah. We have all these multiverse characters. Also, you know, that Doctor Strange, he's an imposter kind of thing. I mean, they could, maybe. I don't know. Maybe that's cool. how they get in there. He pulls them in, you know. Maybe he's yeah. an evil Doctor Strange and he has a. There's something, get There's a something going on. I, mean, I, don't, I don't think. Know. I don't think from the footage that we've seen, unless they pull a Marvel where some of those scenes just were made up specifically for the trailer, there are some things going on that don't line up to the characterization that we understand of Doctor Strange. And so either he's hiding something, he's lying, or he's not who he says he is, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, we'll see. He's also an asshole. I mean, that's very true. And the, the moment <laughs> you tell him not to do something, he will go and do it. Oh, like for fuck's sake. <laughs> like in this episode of What If, yeah. where Doctor Strange goes through like a Groundhog Day style torture scene where basically he tries to figure out how to save Christine and just can't. And every time it happens, you can see oh, him die fuck. a little bit more inside. Yeah. And God, that was brutal. I kept hearing also, uh, Jeff Goldblum's words in my head: "Life will find a way." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It also like it started to get my like conspiracy theorist fucking hat on because I'm just like, okay, come the fuck on. How 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 is this lady dying in a car crash, 
dying in a fire, <laughs> getting shot on the street. Like all of the ways that the universe is just like, no, she has to die. We're going to make sure that happens. Like all of the ways that make that happen would piss me off if I were trying to play this out. And I'm just like, well, no wonder. Cause all of these things are arbitrary garbage. That doesn't make any sense as to why it would happen. Bullshit. The, the funny thing is, <laughs> is if you have the Sorcerer Supreme and the timeline dictates that, oh, she needs to die. Well, fine. Fuck you. I'll make my own Christine with Blackjack and Huggers. Right. Yeah, except, you know, you have to absorb the souls of thousands of demons for hundreds of years, which is what he does. And so we see that cool Literal sequence yeah. where he goes to the library of Cagliostro. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I think it would have been funnier if that guy was Cagliostro. So his name, which is, um, oh God, I forgot his name now. Regardless, his name is in the comics and is a known alias of Cagliostro. Oh my so, God, thank you. <laughs> there, is, there is the potential that they use that as like a, a sly reference and maybe they want to have that be Cagliostro to continue on with stuff, or they could have just made it as a reference from the comics. There's no say yet, but the the character's name that we see the the guy with the red and blue eyes that like yeah. is like the carekeeper of the library, um, yeah. In the comics, that name is an alias of Cagliostro. So, oh, so one thing I really like, and it's just like it's a moment, and then it's it's not even important to the story or the plot or anything that they haven't done yet is, and I think it's perfect to do it with Strange is he notices the Watcher. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. fucking talks to him. You see, that's the thing. I, I think that is an important thing to the story. Like, I think that that is something that they've sort of hinted over the series here. Every time the Watcher is introduced and he's like, he's the narrator for the story. Yep. But each episode, you see him and he gets more and more involved with the story. Because there are scenes in the earlier episodes where you can, like, see him in the stars. And then sometimes he's, like, in a reflection. And then in this episode... You see him like popping up in other places, and then he literally like manifests into the reality to talk with Strange. And so, like, I think they might be going down the route of having the Watcher sort of interact at some point. And because, like, oh, most each, assuredly, each time they they bring him up when he's talking, he's usually like, oh, if only they knew what was going on, or maybe I could do something to stop it, but it probably wouldn't help anyways, or I can't interfere with this particular universe at the cost of all the others and stuff like that. But I think they might be going down the route where eventually he is going to interfere, or he that, might interject. Anyone who knows the comics right. knows he does. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, so I think, I think they're building that up. So watchers. I do think that that is an important factor. And it was really cool how they played that out because they do the 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 fake away the the hint where like the watchers narrating and and strange is like what the hello yeah. as he's like looking around kind of thing and then later at the end of the episode after the entire universe kind of collapses yeah. and turns into black goop it's just him and 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 the watcher talking with each other You're uh, God. And, yeah and uh, yeah I've read about you cool. That's also an interesting thing because because if that is true that Strange read about him, then that means that there are potentially other people in the MCU who oh, yeah, knew the about the powers of the Watcher. 
And so that's also really interesting as well in terms of implications for stuff that they could uh, pull strings yeah. from. Yeah, like in the comics, like specifically this watcher, uh, Uatu, he's like one of many. He's the guy specifically meant to watch the plot. Right. Like he watches all the cool Marvel shit that we watch. And again, and again, that's, that's, that's cool the, shit. That's the stuff from the comics. We haven't actually yeah. gotten the name of this dude yet. Like we all assume that it's a lot too, because that's would make uh, sense. That's what it's always been. But that we haven't confirmed that. He's always called himself the watcher. Like we never get a name drop. That's fair. I'd be surprised if it's not. Yeah. I'm just saying there's always a potential. They could mix it up. Yeah, I'm looking at Wiki, Wiki right now. Wikis aren't always right. We know this for a fact, but they do call them bots. Yeah. But, I yeah, mean, again, because it it's a fairly easy assumption. It's mm -hmm. the same dude, presumably. But again, it is a presumption. Yep, so. yep. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was just really cool seeing the interaction between the two. Also, just how heartbreaking it is listening yeah. to Benedict Cumberbatch like beg on his knees like yeah. please you're a god you can fix this like oh man just brutal brutal so with the uh, I, I've been going back and forth like is this connected is this not connected the episodes and now we see Fair. the tentacles and they are connected maybe uh, do you think do you think there will be a connected episode or no? Do you think they're all just going to be yes. Oh, there has to be. I, from the trailer. I think so. Yeah, Does I it? think that I think so. There's a scene where circling you around. See, right? Yeah, the Avenger shot. Yeah, they have the Avenger scene, but there's a but. scene where you see Captain Carter talking with what looks like this dark version of Doctor Strange. Mm -hmm. Like he's got the same um, cloak of levitation. The evil um, version. Yeah. The evil version that he got off the cockroach demon. <laughs> Oh, thanks. Nice quote. Uh, I'm a bug eating bugs. Whoosh. I was just thinking, what? I mean, it's not coincidence, right? That we see the tentacle monster with Strange and her, and that we they have those two talking. Yeah. Is there like something yeah. editing, weird editing going on with something? I don't know. Maybe I don't know though. Like it looks like a new scene with those two characters interacting with each mm -hmm. other. So, like you can see Captain Carter from behind, and then Strange uh, to the right. Um, yeah, yeah, hanging yeah. out. I was so, wondering, like, is, is that the somehow do they Captain Carter they jump have... out of that and then they just somehow wipe? So it? here's the thing. So in the Marvel comics, there is a universe, there is a, an existence that is outside of what we understand from timelines and multiverses and stuff like that. That is where all of these Cthulhu monsters live. Yeah. And they're all connected to all of the multiverses all at once from this like dark void thing. And so if this tentacle creature that we saw in Captain Carter and we see again in the Doctor Strange episode, if it's coming from that dark universe, that would make an explanation as to how it can show up in both of those places and be in two separate timelines because where it exists and where it's coming out of whatever portal you know, uh, doesn't exists in all points in time and all multiverse gobbledygook stuff. Sure, sure, sure. Always be but that also way. could be how Captain Carter like jumps across and pops out somewhere else. Like we don't know for a fact that at the end of the first episode, when Captain Carter pops out of the the other side of the wormhole, that she is in fact jumping back into her own timeline however many years into the future. 
So it could be that she jumped through the dark void of infinite multiverse Cthulhu monster fest and then ran into Doctor Strange and his little bubble of pain and then on the way out, like, found a wormhole and jumped out of it and it just happened to be a timeline similar 60 years in the future kind of thing. Yeah. Like, we don't know. It mm-hmm. could be one of those things. Yeah, and like... that could be how they explain Captain Carter showing up at other places. Yeah. I, I, I was just wondering if she jumped through the portal and she ended up maybe like crossing over to wherever Doctor Strange was, some crazy thing like that, but they'll explain it away at some point in time. Uh, but yeah. Hopefully. Well, they have to if they're going to have an episode of put them together. Potentially. Okay. So, Think overall... Yeah. Overall, this episode, episode four, it's probably yeah. one of my favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Out of all of them. Like, they've all been really good. And each one has been really good in a different way. But I feel yeah. like, in terms of like the heartstring tugging, yeah, yeah, yeah. this one really did a good job with that. I know 57 specifically, w- when this episode dropped, he's like, you know what? I wasn't a big fan of that. It's kind of, the story felt kind of bland and the, the quick jumping between the story that it's trying to tell was just, it just I didn't, didn't appeal to me. And I can definitely understand that, especially from like, because of the fact that these are so condensed to be like a single episode of television, yeah. essentially. Mm-hmm. Like I can definitely understand um, that whole thing. That was, that was one of my criticisms for the first episode was them trying to condense the entire movie of Captain America, the first Avenger, but with Captain Carter in it kind of thing. So, um, but yeah, overall, I really enjoyed episode four of what if uh, Dr. Strange uh accidentally deleted the universe and is the yeah. only one left in his own timeline just left to sit there with his thoughts and because he didn't like himself get deleted i i i feel like they're definitely going to bring that back like having such a tragic character be left in that infinite bubble of sadness is poignant but leaves a lot of potential for a potential villain later on. Like if oh, he's sitting definitely. there, if he's sitting there for however long he sits there, he could start stewing on it and start hating himself. Maybe start blaming other people for it and shifting the blame away from himself. He's got infinite power to be able to like break timelines. Maybe he jumps across and that's, this is the bad guy that the new Avenger meetup is fighting. And it turns out to be Dr. Strange. Like there's potential here. I don't know where it's going, but uh, it's super cool. I, I just found the scene you were talking about, Fastback, with Carter yeah. and Strange. It is most certainly Dark Strange. Right, that's oh, what yeah. it looks like. Absolutely. He's got, like, the sunken eyes. He's got the the, the darker levitation coat thing. Like, it's it, yeah. it's definitely that dude. <laughs> I'll post a bit of image in chat. See, Captain Carter with the shield on her back, and then Dark Strange, we'll call him. Yeah. yeah. I was looking so, at the background, all the vines and whatnot. Trying to see where they're located. Portal off to her side. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what's going on. I, I don't know whether or not Strange is coming to her or she's coming to him. But uh, I, I, think going it's, on I think it's from like the finale where we see like the new Avengers shot or whatever. Hmm. Where all these episodes connect. Potentially, I don't know. But uh, yeah, this episode was really good. Um, and we know what the next episode's going to be, Mm -hmm. which is the zombie episode. Mm -hmm. 
they even did a little teaser about it with, with showing off all the different characters in zombie mode. Um, I feel like this is the one that is going to get people the most excited. I honestly, this is the one I have the least interest in overall. So I'm really hoping that they either do something I'm not expecting or make this zombie episode like really good. Like they're going to have to do some really cool zombie stuff for me to be on board with this. Cause I've read the Marvel zombie comics and the whole series and all the tie-in stuff. So I'm familiar with the concept of it. And for me, Marvel zombies is kind of old hat. So I'm, I'm not as interested or invested in it. Um, it'll be kind of interesting to see how they bring this in into the MCU version of it. But other than that, I don't really have a whole lot invested in this. So I'm really hoping they blow me away. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm curious, doubtful, but curious if uh, this episode of Zombies is going to, and this is, this is a fucking reach, if it's going to tie into Fantastic Four. Because uh, it's hinted at in the main MCU timeline that an alternate version of Reed Richards is responsible for the zombie verse. Mm. So when, when they did, uh, I think it was what, Battle Worlds, where the Marvel multiverse collapsed in on itself, um, the ultimate Reed Richards, who at that point was going by the name The Maker and had gone full on evil, uh, yeah, he shows up and he's being a complete evil dickbag. He's like elongated his brain to think more or something. And it's hinted he, Yeah, it's it's hinted he created the zombie verse. So I think this would be an interesting way of maybe teasing us with Fantastic Four that we know is on the docket. Yeah. I don't know. That could be that could be a way. Yeah. But I would say that goes against your thing of like having big reveals or making these ancillary series. No, I, I agree. I agree. On blast. I, just, I so. think that'd be interesting. Yeah, no, it definitely would. What are your thoughts on the zombie episode drifter? It would, I don't know. I, 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 I'm not thrilled one way or another, but we'll see what they can pull out. I, like you said earlier, each episode has been increasingly pulling me in more and more and more. So I'm curious what they're going to do to continue that with this. I'm watching Mark Ruffalo on Twitter. He posted a, uh, a preview of this. I don't know if it's the same one you could find on, uh, on Disney. But, he's, uh, he's been known to post and record things he's not supposed to. Yeah, I, I think know. that's why they're doing it, because they, they, yeah. they, they're like, oh, Ruffalo's posted something on it? Quick, let's go and take a look. <laughs> I think they're finally like capitalizing on that particular thing. Yeah, same with uh, Holland. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're just like, we're never going to tell him anything, and we'll just make sure any new announcements are going through them. Not only that, I love the fact that he's not allowed to do interviews alone anymore. <laughs> right. <laughs> he always has a yeah. babysitter now. It's fantastic. Yeah, exactly. That's the same preview. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not terribly interested, but, I mean, they can always pull me in. They, they've shown it time and time again that they know a way, they find a way to, to do yeah, it. To for sure. To one-up themselves and, and get me to get interested in what they're making. So... Uh, right now, I'm like, well, we'll see what happens. But yeah, I'm sure I'll be like, holy shit, that was amazing. Like, they're yeah. going to do something here. Like, like, yeah, like I said earlier, all the other oh. premises from the previous episodes mm -hmm. intrigued me just inherently, just from like the idea of what the episode was going to be about or how they presented the story and, and it played out. So 
you know, this is the first time where I'm just like, eh, I don't know if that premise is really all that interesting for me, per se. Just because, again, zombies in general are kind of old hat, and I'm already familiar with the Marvel zombie universe, and I just, eh, it just didn't do anything for me. So it's going to have to do something sure. else in order this, for... It's just the MCU zombies. <laughs> right. So whatever implication that means need yeah. to be important, so. and it's not just a throwaway thing. So I'm hoping that that's the case. To escape an attack from Thanos, Bruce Banner is transported back to Earth, except it's an Earth unlike any he's had to deal with before as he is about to learn all too well in the following clip. Show. Oh, so it's a Hulk-focused yep. one. Oh, you didn't see? Okay. I thought that was one on the... Uh... Here, hold on. Let me link this uh, uh, tweet. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's like tweet. a, a three-and-a-half-minute clip. Oh, for fuck's sake. What? I clicked you... on the share and Windows took over and they're like, how do you want to share this? I want to share the tweet, you dumbasses. That's what I want to do. That's why I clicked on it. Yes, sorry, Sax. Here, there's copy link. There's the link in chat right now. So this shows Bruce Banner as Hulk. Well, as Bruce Banner, and he can't change into Hulk. It's that whole scene from the uh, streets. Uh, and yeah, shit goes down. Interesting. Yeah. I'm a little more intrigued now. Yeah, honestly, um, I am too. Because like, I didn't know what angle they were gonna go with it, uh -huh. but. Uh, having a, a Bruce Banner focused episode, I'm on board because yeah. I love Mark Ruffalo and I think his Bruce Banner is really good. And it's a shame that we've only been able to see his story play out in the background because of all of the weird movie licensing problems with Paramount and Disney. So now that we finally get to see some cool stuff, I'm excited to see this, uh, the story play out. And, uh, if it's Mark Ruffalo having to zombie or yeah. avoid being coming a zombie and he can't turn into the Hulk. Like that sounds fun. Yes, I agree. Uh, anything else you want to say about uh, this series, the current episode, the next episode. Good shit. Good Looking shit. forward to the next one. Or we'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. yeah.